Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Okay. We decided that we are going to try and keep podcasts between 20 and 25 minutes so it's not too long because we get we get a little bit carried away when we're reading right we just like we're so into it and we think everybody's into 25 it minutes, just five minutes, yeah i know but 20 tw- five minutes of because we like do a little bit of talking we stop and talk about things sometimes but then 20 minutes of reading that's what people want for their ar, AR points you know what i mean Okay, okay, okay. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, girl. You took a three and a half hour nap today. Let's talk about that. Okay. Yep. And guess what? I set my alarm. I would have taken a longer nap too. I had to take a nap. I was so exhausted. Set my alarm for an hour because we were going to go to the Halloween store. And then Peyton was like, no, we can go tomorrow because she was sleeping, which is weird. Peyton never naps. I wasn't. I didn't. Wait, I said that? Yeah. I said, do you want to get up? I tried to wake up three times. And then I said, do you want to just go tomorrow and sleep? And you're like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I thought you were going to be up maybe in like an hour. So then we would just go to Michael's to look at Halloween stuff. No, man. I you were like, say that. crash to the crash, crash. Mm-hmm. I think I was talking in my dream. And then when you said it, I was answering somebody else. Mm-hmm. What do we get in the mail today that's on the couch? skeletons what color are they gold they're five feet tall which is how tall i am and they're gold and what are we going to glue on them flowers flowers whoa, whoa, whoa. and i'm going to put you flowers in their are. eye sockets and like in their rib cage and it's going to be freaking cute yeah you are going well it's true okay all right you guys i'm sad this is like 10 11 and 12 and that's it dang it this is book 10 Okay. Ivy and Bean, book 10. Ivy and Bean, take the case. You want to start us off? Sure. Okay. Oh, her mom looks scared. Black and white and tough all over. Bean wasn't allowed to watch television or music videos. Bean's mom said she could watch movies Two week, wait. Watch, watch two movies a week, but they had to be movies where everyone was good. There couldn't be any bad words. There couldn't be any mean people. There couldn't be any smoking a cigarette. A cigarette, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or wearing tiny clothes. Mm-hmm. Like clothes, inappropriate clothes. Oh, okay. There were only there were only ten movies that followed all those rules. Lucky Bean liked all ten movies of them. She watched them 
uh, over and over. Good. Bean's mom said 10 movies were plenty. She said kids being age should watch be using their imagination instead of watching TV. She said fresh air was more important than movies. And then what did she do? She made Bean watch a movie. It was her favorite movie. She said everyone should see it at least once. She said the movie was called Seven Falls, but it wasn't about waterfalls. Even a even the leaf falling kind of fall, which is what Bean had guessed. It was about a guy named Al Seven. Boy, was he tough. The boy was tough. I'm just going to say that because it mm. says weird stuff. Yeah, that's fair. Without movie, his, his lips and some of it was bad words. <laughs> he was also kind of mean. Everyone in the movie was kind of mean. Plus, they smoked cigarettes. They didn't even wear tiny clothes, but they were, that was the only rule. But they didn't break. I can't believe you're letting me watch this, said Bean. Seven Falls is a classic, said Bean's mom. It's one of the greatest movies ever made. Don't be a sto a stooge. Don't be a stooge, said said Al Al Seven to another movie guy. That was pretty mean, but. Bean pretended to not notice because this seven th- uh, no th- I lost my point. Hold on. Um oh, seven was pretty mean. Bean pretended not to notice because this was Okay, this was one of the greatest movies ever made. Al Seven was also in black and white, but Bean knew she was supposed to imagine he was in color. What is the the, the what is what about, is it about dames? Okay, okay, okay. I, I thought, think that means girls. Yep. Asked Alison, walking slowly in down a rainy street. They break your heart, I guess, 
he answered himself. That was the end. Peyton, you are kicking you-know-what at this. Bean's mom let out a big, happy sigh. When it wasn't that amazing, did, did you get it? Get what? Bean, Bean wasn't sure, but she nodded. I'm going to be just like... All seven when I grow up. Her mother raised when I grow You'd better not be. You better not be. Uh, but then again. But then again, what? Why? Wait. Wait no, it says why. Wait. Mm-hmm. Why wait? thought Bean she could be start she could start being like Elsa now sumps over and put her feet on the coffee table why to say what do you say what do you say we watch it again pal she said her mom raised both eyebrows what I say, don't call me pal. <laughs> and take your feet off the table. That hadn't worked. Bean took her feet off the table. Dames, <laughs> she said sadly. They break your heart. <laughs> her mom eyebrow were mm-hmm. almost inside her hair. Because it was up so high? Okay, that's funny. Hold on. There we go. It took being a long time to sleep that night. She couldn't stop thinking all about all seven and his black and white world I didn't seem like the real it didn't seem like the real world the world on pancake court that Bean lived in people people in L7's world were just as tough and they didn't laugh very much they didn't do normal stuff like like go to school or to the grocery store. They walked down alleys and wore hats, but the most un- normal thing about it is L7's world was the mystery. There were mysteries all over the place. Dunzo Wendell? You did amazing. Payton, you read all the way to chop I mean to page thirteen. Dude, you rock. There were mysteries all over the place. When hold on. When Bean untwisted her pajamas and thought about that, a mystery was a question you couldn't find the answer to. In Al Seven's world, the mysteries were things like who took Hester's jewels. 
Or where was Sammy La Barba on the night of May 12th? Beaton didn't have any jewels, and she sure as heck didn't know anybody named Sammy La Barba. But there were plenty of questions that she didn't have to answer. Millions of them, for instance. Who, who thought of money? Not even grown-ups knew the answer to that. Questions. Question, nobody thought of those questions. But Bean had other questions, too. Like, what's inside of the cement thing in the front yard? What's behind the Tang's fence, and why do they lock it up? And what's the matter with the mailman? When she asked these questions, her parents usually said something like, it's none of your business, and that means that there was an answer, but they didn't want to know, or they didn't want her to know. Bean smiled toughly at her dark ceiling. They didn't want her to know things, just like Samuel Barba didn't know didn't want Al Seven to know where he was on the night of May 12th. But Al Seven had figured it out because he was a private investigator. And private inv investigators get to the bottom of mysteries. They solved them. They snuck around. They spied. They asked hard questions. They sat in their cars. They rubbed their faces until they came up with the answers. Then they walked down the alley in the rain. That's what Bean was going to do first thing tomorrow. None of your business. Oh, that's what Bean's going to do first thing. Oh, okay, Jeff, that's right. None of your business, she muttered. Ha! Oh, somebody's getting a sassy mood. Private investigator. Al Seven had a cool office with his name on the door. Bean could do that easy peasy. She began with the desk. Bean had a good board, and she had two triangle things that were called sawhorses, even though they didn't look anything like horses. She put the sawhorse on the front lawn, and then she put the board on top of the sawhorse. Desk. The spiny... Do you know what you know what those sawhorses are? Sorry. Mm -mm. So they're those things in the garage that look like they're wood, and they're kind of like... They look like this. And then you put, like, a board on them, like when Ongren's working. Mm. Well, do you know that... Um, I think it was Bill Gates. I think it was Bill Gates. I might be wrong, but somebody who was, like, a billionaire... His first desk were two of those things with the door on it. And even after he was, I think he was a millionaire or a billionaire, I don't know yet, he still kept that desk for his desk. Is that crazy? Isn't that kind of a cool story? Yeah. Yep. Um, desk. The spiny chair was a little harder. Bean had to yank it up the basement stairs. Yank, yank, yank. And just when she got to the top, it fell back down most of the stairs. Well, it was already broken, but now it was more broken after it fell down the stairs. Uh-oh. Looks like a wheel fell off in the picture. What the heck are you doing, Bean? Called her father from the kitchen. I'm trying to get this chair up the stairs, shouted Bean. Do you want help? Bean thought about that. Al Seven had a helper, a lady named Dolly. Mostly, Dolly lit Al's cigarette, but Bean figured she would have a chair, a, have carried a chair if Al had asked her to. Yes, please. Her dad came down to the basement and carried the spiny chair up the stairs. He even carried it out to the front yard. Thanks, pal, she said. Her dad said, please don't call me pal. You're welcome. Bean put the other chair behind the desk, or put the chair behind the desk, and she sat in it. She's, she spun, um, uh, let's turn on your fan as soon as I'm done. We're, we have about maybe like seven more minutes. Okay. Okay. Um, you're welcome. 
Bean put the chair behind the desk and sat in it. She spun around pretty good. She wasn't done yet, though. She needed to look tough enough to solve a mystery. Then she needed a hat. She was pretty sure that there was one upstairs in the closet of things that no one wanted. She sat, or she was right, on the highest shelf of things that nobody wanted, covered with dust, was a hat. It was a sort of grayish, sort of brownish, smelling, it it smelled funny. When Bean put it on, she could hardly see. It was a little dangerous walking around like that with that hat. But Owl 7 said, danger makes me laugh. Well, well, let's see here. While Bean was climbing down the shelf, she found something that she hadn't expected. Something great. It was a telephone. An old one with two parts and a cord. Perfect. Al Seven was always slamming slamming phone down phones down. Do you know what that means? Like she, he would take a phone and go, you slam it down, and that's how he used to hang up on somebody. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. You didn't press a button, you like actually put it down. Yeah, you put it down. Yeah, exactly. Bean slammed the phone down a few times to test it. So long, pal, she whispered with the hat on her head. And the phone under her arm, Bean went downstairs to her mother's recycling bin. Bean's mom's recycling bin was always full of important-looking papers. Papers with rubber stamps all over them. Papers trying, typing in three different colors. Papers with sticky notes. Today was a good day with, in the bin. Papers were spilling out the sides. Also, big envelopes and folders and a, what a haul. Since she was already down on the floor, Bean took a look at her mother's wastebasket. 5,000 lipstick tissues and a plastic picture of an alligator lying on a log. Words coming out of the alligator's mouth that said, Sure, I'm working. I'm working so fast you can't see it. That's funny. Bean stared at the plastic picture for a long time. Was the alligator working or was that supposed to be funny? Did grown-ups think that that was funny? And if they did, why is it a mystery? But Bean decided not a very interesting Bean decided not a very interesting one. With her hat, her phone, and her arm full of paper, Bean went outside. Bean was a good artist. She could draw nice stuff like flowers and cute bags and dancing bagels, but she could also draw a few serious th- stuff like science pictures and pyramids. Her sign was serious. She wanted it to look like a real grown-up sign. All seven signs and all seven private investigators. Bean wanted a sign like that. She began to write in big serious letters. Oh my god, I took an hour nap today and I am literally... What is with parents always being tired? Mm. My gosh. Bean's last name was really long. It was so long that sometimes she mixed up the letters. She mixed up the letters. Oh, and then it says again, she mixed up the letters. Bean got another piece of paper. Bean, she wrote in big letters, big serious letters. Good. Private. Good. Investigator. Oops, investigator. Bean got another piece of paper. Bean. Good. Private. Oops. Bean got another piece of paper. Bean. Good. Oops. Bean crumpled the paper on the ground. Crumpled the paper and threw it on the ground. Then she got another piece of paper. 
Bean, good. P, I, good. Done. Whoo. Because she kept messing up on how to spell. That's funny. Bean taped her sign to the plum tree. She put her hat on her head and she put the papers and folders on the desk and she made her eyes into two slits and looked around pancake court. She watched Jake the teenager walk out of his house with a giant shopping bag. So long, pal, she muttered as she picked up the phone and slammed it down. She was tough. She was ready and she was ready for her mystery. Okay, where is... Okay, we could do that. In front of every house on Pancake Court, there was a front yard. Then there was a sidewalk. After that, the curb, and then came the street. At the front of the yard, near the sidewalk, there was a little cement rectangle. Every house on Pancake Court had one. These little cement rectangles in front of every little corner... Come on. Where did I have that? How do you lose your spot when you're right here? Um, had a hole in it. Being new, it had had this for years. Oh, look. It's that. You know what that is? Mm-mm. It's like for electric. Your electric stuff. That's cool. Or sewer. Oh, yeah. It shines light, right? Um, no, no. It, no. We have one at the salon. I'll show you. It's, I think it's like for older houses. Mm. I don't think newer houses have that. Well, they have to. I don't know. Um... Rectangle had a small hole in it. Bean had known this for years, but what was under that rectangle? Bean didn't know. It could be a tunnel that led to the center of the earth. It could be anything. Look at her eye. Bean crouched over the little cement rectangle in front of her house and peered into the hole. No good. She couldn't see anything. Laying down on the grass, she put her eye over the hole. Nothing but darkness. What's down there? Said a voice. Yikes, squawked Bean, flopping up over like a pancake. It was Ivy leaning down over her. What are you doing? It's hard enough to be tough when you're laying flat on your back, Bean tried, but I'm cracking a case. You're what, asked Ivy? I mean, so- it means solving a mystery. She sat straight up and practicing a private investi- investigator, P.I. for short. P.I., said Ivy. 3.14. Four one five. Oh, she put pi. I get it. Pi? 3.1415. No, not that one. P-I stands for private investigator. You know, someone who solves mysteries like Al-7. Al who? Sabine had to explain everything all about Al-7 and Seven Falls. And for a while, Ivy thought all s- Al-7 was 7, but as soon as she understood, Bean told her about how Al-7 found clues and rubbed his face. She told Ivy about how Al Seven snuck after people and spied on them and asked them the hard questions. How Al Seven spied on Sammy LaBarba and saw him put money in the mailbox. And then about how AI... Oh, I'm so sorry. Al... Oh my gosh, I'm getting... Oh my gosh, I'm always tired. I'm so sorry. Al Seven gave the money to a little girl named Lola... Why do you do that? asked Ivy. Bean shrugged. I don't know. But he sits on his car for a long time and then the police came and some newspaper guys and then there's a big and then he and a big hero, but he doesn't care and he walks off alone in the alley. So Bean said, I'm gonna be a PI and I wanna go solve mysteries. Ivy looked around in Bean's front yard. What mysteries are you solving right now? 
the mystery of what's under the cement rectangle being asked, answered. Hey, said Ivy, I've always wondered that too. That's what makes it a mystery, said Bean. She rolled over and looked into the hole again. I was trying to see in it. I was trying to see in it, but it was too dark. So now she hooked her finger in the hole. Ew, it's slimy. But Al Seven wouldn't have let a little slime stop him, and neither would Bean. So she pulled that cement rectangle and made a scraping sound, just as she thought it was a lid. She pulled harder, more scraping, and she pulled. Oh, yeah, I know what that is. I have it at my school. Yeah, okay, perfect. And she pulled harder, more scraping. She pulled really hard, and the cement rectangle popped upward. Whoa, said Ivy, bending over the rectangle in the grass. Underneath that cement lid, down below the grass, was a rectangular space full of slime. In the middle of the space stood a gray machine with a dial on it. Pipes came from its side and disappeared into the ground. Hey, look at that. It was Sophie S. from down the street, bending over being, I always wanted to know what was under there. <laughs> All the kids do, and they never looked. The mystery of what's under the cement rectangle has rectangle has now been solved being said it felt good to have an answer sophie sophie s peered down the hole you think the same things inside of all of them well there's only one way to find out said being the pi okay now i have to find your taco paper clip got it all right honestly i think that i oh god i hope the puppy doesn't wake up tonight i'm so tired are you getting tired you are? You have been tired? Oh, Jesus, Melesis. All right, well, would you like to say goodnight to everybody? Night. Nighty, night, night. Night Peep. to the night, night. Night, night. Oh, my gosh, she almost didn't do it. Okay, see you next time, guys. Night, peeps. Oh, oh what is it? I said night, peeps. Good night, peeps. <laughs>